Ladies and gents, welcome to the If You Know You Know podcast, mm-hmm. where shit gets trail, shit gets real, and shit is a $100 bill. It's your boy Vlad. Mm-hmm. Some may call me Demo. Mm-hmm. Some may call me Vladimir. Some may call me just Vlad. Okay. But I'm all three of those things put together, and that makes me special, period. Now, comma. You may know him as the last prodigy. <laughs> you may know him as the Onondaga stopper. The Onondaga stopper. That is that's the first. You may know him as. You don't even know. Teddy Pender as. <laughs> <laughs> but that's your man Rashad over there. The other Yo, Yeah, we in the building. The other guy. Yeah, the other guy. That's my name today, you know. Uh, I'm not going to get to the shits today. Nah, but... Uh, let's just get straight to the shits. No, no. <laughs> Yo, how y'all guys doing? Let's, you know, let's be friendly and oh, shit. Oh, you doing this on purpose as fuck right Yeah, now. I want to see how everybody's you doing. You going out your way to not get to the shits. I want to see how your day is going. You know, like, because you said I be getting too serious, like, right up. Because I be having so much shit on my mind, I got to get it out. Yeah, for like 14 episodes. You know why? Because we be potting late because of me. Mm-hmm. So you probably come with the energy. Like, you feel like I got to get straight to the shits. Yeah. Because we late. So maybe I got to stop making us pod late. That's my fault. I'll hold that up. Word. Because you be wanting to get straight to the shits. But nah, I'm doing great, man. I'm fucking out here living this life. You know what I mean? Working. You know what I mean? Um, spending a lot of time with my son. Spending a lot of time with my family. Mm-hmm. Spending a lot of time with <clears throat> Warzone. Spending a lot of time <laughs> with everything that I love right now, man. Yeah, I'm man. I've been seeing, you know, you're doing well in Warzone lately. You yeah. know, you... you um. Your KD is up there, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I hear you, man. I'm Averaging a couple, you know, three or four kills a game. Yeah, man, I'm just really trying to do something and uh, leave a legacy behind. Yeah, for sure. I mean, when when are we gonna get our Twitch set up so like people can see us? Like, I'm ready. I'm, I, those, I ordered a mic right now. What's up? I, it's, we don't need a mic. We need cameras. I mean, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? A camera. Yeah. Now I sent it to you. You know, uh, you you think that people would be interested in seeing me rage when I nah, get killed? Nah. But. Nah. On some real shit That has to be recorded You already probably wasted Mad content That would have been like Like on Worldstar On YouTube Like that shit would be It wouldn't be on Worldstar On YouTube Nah, you really get mad. Like, I want to see what the rest of your day goes like After those days Nah, I begin I really get mad Because it just be stupid shit So then I can't play Like, I turn that shit off I won't Like, I had a rule I wouldn't play after fucking 10 o'clock Because like then I can't go to sleep because I'm up and then all the adrenaline is all the adrenaline is rushing and I'm thinking of like all the mistakes that I made. So I'd be like, fuck man, I should have did this, 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 this. We be like That's why you laying in your belly and back with your arms folded, just looking at the ceiling. Yeah, I'm gonna be a war zone coach, you know. <laughs> you know when somebody dies and you coaching them through what to do. Yo, making bread and playing playing like a game like that, that's really a fire setup. That's a fire setup. It is that's a lot though. Like all day long. Like, like think you really have to play all day long. Yeah, because you gotta get you have to get good content. Like, think about swag, right? He, I think he's top I don't, thirty. I don't know who that is yet. You don't know who swag is? Yeah, you no. have. I showed you his. Video. I seen. Uh, I probably don't know him by name. I sent you Husker's video. Like oh. he's a the white dude in the computer. I don't know chair. anybody by name. But I just know what they look like. He's top five in the world in kills. He's playing every single day from nine to five. I mean, their version of a nine to five, but. All of that content that what they get on YouTube, huh? What is their version of a nine to five? Being on Twitch all day, like so when you're at work, like and you have another monitor, you can watch them stream 
and they're like getting busy. That's and, a lot. But they're also in tournaments too, and they get sponsored. So when they're in the tournaments for fifty thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars, a hundred thousand dollars, like they be really, really going. Yeah, no, nah, that's a lot. Could you imagine making a hundred thousand dollars playing video games? Like in a week? I'll still play. No, People I would stop playing now. No, I would get crazy. I was like, all right. No, nah, I would, bro. I would get wild. Yo, Rashad, we trying to grow. Out? I gotta work tonight. Yeah, word. I gotta. Yeah. Buy a new elite controller. Yeah, work's been crazy. I just, I only had two kills. <laughs> like, what are you really gonna say? Like, that's that, that that's fun. That's Do you fun. think people would hate on you if you like became a full time gamer and like you started to make Definitely. like and you started to ball out and build like a big ass crib Definitely. and you're on yo smash that like button, hit the subscribe too. Like, oh, you, if I was one of those. yeah, yeah, you got real animated because you, you smash that. Yeah, yo, you stupid as hell. You mocking them. Smash that like button. <laughs> Drop down. Go in the comments. Do you think people would hate on you because like, yeah. you don't know what it's like to get up in the morning? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, and all right, I don't care. Like, I don't be caring what people be saying. I'll, I'll be out here doing me. But think about like all the all the parents that like fucked up back in the day. Like, the game's not gonna get you nowhere. And then now, motherfuckers is Mad buying cribs. Nice, OD, and you stop. <laughs> You stopped them in their prime, and they could have been at the top of the fucking world. Who would have known? You just kept doing what you liked, and you would have made it. Painters, artists. You know how many artists probably stopped doing art because the parents were like, go get a real job and go do something that really matters. Mm-hmm. Go work for somebody else and get a 95 and be upset about yeah. how much you made. I mean, you know, there's a balance in that. I think because I think some people like feel that they have to dedicate 100% of their energy and time to the craft that they want. But at the same time, you're also sacrificing making a living and supporting yourself. Like, so it, it makes it a lot more difficult. What are you doing? Oh, good. Oh. Yeah, so it makes it a lot more difficult um, just in terms of, like, living a lifestyle and trying to reach that goal. Now, it's not it, – it is possible for, like – but the practical person, you know, the person that, like, understands that you still – while you're still trying to live out your dream – you still need to provide and still need to do things. Um, and I, I think, like, that message needs to get clearer across. Because, we, you know, obviously we live in a social media age where we got LLC Twitter, we got Forex Twitter, we got... Uh, Forex Twitter. We got Quit Your, Quit Your Day Job Twitter. Yo, why and, you didn't respond to the wheel? What are you talking about? I, I, I sent you the invite to I'm the not wheel, playing and you didn't you didn't acknowledge because it. I'm not playing a fucking wheel it's game it's not a scam I didn't say it was a scam and it's not a pyramid I didn't say it was There's a pyramid nobody you have to talk to I just said that I would rather you know make money other ways and You're just gambling bro just have some fun yeah you I'll gamble play, with stocks dice with us real quick no no no, no I, I gamble with stocks alright some more instant gratification gambling gambling I'll gamble if we play spades People gamble in spades? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I, I watched never, somebody lose. I never got to that level of spade playing. <laughs> I watched them lose $140 the other day. Damn. They were sick. And they was talking mad shit in the beginning. They was like, because. That's kind of fire. I would like to see spades be played for bread. Because both of them played together. Intense. But then it was one person, one of their mans, and somebody else who was like a newcomer to the table. And then they started talking crazy. And they said, yo, put the bread up then. And they they swept their ass. <laughs> it was a quick 140 made. Mm, that put the bread up energy. I mean, it happens. I mean, but when you when you put the bread up, you better be ready to execute and get that money. The wheel is fire, bro. You sleeping? Why don't you play dominoes and like for money? I like I like dominoes. I do play dominoes. Okay, dominoes cool. for money though. Uh, I never play for bread. I usually only play with like my cousins and all that. See, that's what I'm saying. You have a better chance of winning in dominoes than you do with the wheel. I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm better at. I want to say, but I don't think I'm that nice at dominoes to be playing for bread. Get your game up, bro. Focus. I could. 
Focus. But that's not me, though. I'll take my breath somewhere else. What is you, man? Who are you? I am Haitian, American, legend. There'll never be another person like me. Okay. And that's facts. Whatever you say. What are you? I'm the true original black man. <laughs> you the true, the last of the true blacks. You the last of the true ones. <laughs> and I'm black, y'all. And I'm black. No, 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 not for real. Um, all right, let's get to the shit. I'm tired of playing around. What are you talking about? This is, this is the pace that we going right now. Yeah, I know. I'm tired of playing this around. Is the I'm ready. Pace that we going right now. Can't. Oh wait, nah. I'm shouting somebody out. This is gas station in Lindenhurst. Oh, it's That's black owned. What's up? Yeah, what's up? What's up? Shout him out. What up, man? We, we ain't getting to this shit yet. No, we getting to this shit. I'm pulling up on him. I might bring them a gift, too. Word? Yeah, I might bring them a little little something. I don't know what is a good gift to bring them, but they probably wouldn't expect that kind a of A good love. gift to bring them is, like, just, um, uh, what's it called? You know, using their gas, like, buying gas from them and That's what you I'm know, gonna do. fraternizing their business. Maybe I'll take that champagne bottle you got me and then bring it to them like I got it for them. Oh, do that. <laughs> it's my gift. It's mine re- now. Yeah, reusable gifts. I mean, yeah. I don't care what you do with it. Yeah, yeah. If you wanted to pour it on your flowers and yeah, just be yeah. like, yo, for my dead homies, I'd be like, okay, go ahead. Yeah, I can do whatever I want with it. It's mine now. Listen, I ain't tripping. <laughs> yo, if you want to laugh real quick, I was so tight last night, so I was mad hungry, right? And I said, I didn't eat all day. I was on my fast and shit. So then I was like, yeah, I'm going to get some DoorDash and fucking Chick-fil-A closed at 10 o'clock. It's, I ordered at 9.20. So why did the DoorDash person run off with my order? You're lying. I'm dead ass. They said, because I had instructions just deliver it to my door. And like, you don't got a ring or nothing. Obviously, I got a fucking doorbell camera so I can see when somebody pulls up. That shit said deliver it. So I go to the door. I, I'm checking the camera. I'm like, so nobody came. So then I'm playing Call of Duty with the rest of them. Yeah, so, yeah. so then I come back and they can tell how tight they are. I said, son, this fucking, what the fuck? This motherfucker said they delivered it. They didn't. Yeah, so he cool. just pulled up and then pulled off? No, they never pulled up. Oh, they just said oh, that they oh, delivered oh, it. So then uh, Kyle, he's like, he's like son, it's good, man. They want that Jesus chicken. <laughs> and then, um, so I called DoorDash. Then they like fucking, oh, we're so sorry. Well, here's a $5 extra credit. We'll hit your account. Cool. They're mad cool about it. But then I'm thinking like, damn, like you going to fuck up your DoorDash rating over, stealing, over, over some Chick-fil-A? Like, damn, do it over some Ruth Chris or something or some Peter Luger's. Like, do it for something high price. Then I started thinking, I'm like, damn, what if that person was just really hungry and, like, they didn't get paid or something and they needed it? Then I'm like, if they able to text me on the side, like, yo, bro, I'm not going to hold you. I want to deliver you food, but I'm wild hungry. I would, I would, yo, bro, take the food. That would have been wild, real. But I would have I done it. I would have been like, yo, yeah. take the food. I ain't tripping. Yeah, yeah that would have been real. But the fact that I didn't get no text and then you said you came to the door and you didn't come to the door, now I got beef with you. Like, don't ever come to my, my crib no, no more. And I thought it was funny because I thought maybe it was somebody I knew that, like, you know, some people do a DoorDash or Uber Eats. Yeah, yeah. Like, if it was what it, like, say if you did Uber Eats and you saw a delivery come to my house and you I stole my food. I, no, no, if you, you, you stole my food, <laughs> I would, no, that would be funny. I though. would be crying. That would be wild funny. Like, oh, it's Rashad's food? I'm about to violate Yeah, no, nah, I would be, I would be dying. That would be wild funny. And if you call me after, like, yo, fam, them chicken nuggets was fucking rocking. That would be wild funny. Wild funny. <laughs> nah, but yeah. Uh, I did something. You, I'm about to do something you don't like. What? I gave a homeless person money. And I'm. I like giving homeless people money. Yeah, but I'm saying it on a public platform for clout. Oh, but you didn't do it with a camera. Like you just There's gave a camera them. right now in front of me right now. No, no, no. But you didn't do it in the act of like oh, you didn't. Oh, I messed you, up. You didn't pull your camera out. And was like, oh, yo, yo, here you yeah. go. Here's a dollar, bro. So it don't count. Nah. 
Don't do Damn, that shit. I was like, all right, I got you next time. If you do that shit, I'm gonna snuff you next time I see you. <laughs> you have to, to see me in the backyard. Oh my God, I wasn't paying attention. I messed up. So there was this guy. He was standing in. He was um taking a spot in front of my uh in front of my building, my my building. He was in front of my uh one of the offices, mm-hmm. and he was standing in front of it with a sign. That doesn't really look good to have that in front of the office. Mm-hmm. So all the other employees, you know, were asking me to get rid of him, which I said, okay, I will. So I went up to him and I was like, you know what? You know what I mean, he's kind of young too. I don't know why. When, when they're young, it makes it worse. I said, you know what? Let me at least give him some bread if I'm going to ask him to leave. So I gave him 10. I said, listen, man, if you don't mind, can you just move on to another area to do what you need to do? Here, I even give you a 10. Mm-hmm. You know, so you were here, you got something, but can you go somewhere else? And with no problem, of course, because I came through respectfully and, and he was like, all right, yeah, no problem, man. Thank you. And he went there, he said, God bless. And that was the end of that. Could you have employed him? What? Like, could you gave him a job to do? Nah, but to be honest, I didn't even think of that. See, you could have been like, yo, bro, like, do you think like you could have gave him like a menial task to do? Like, yo, you just clean this up and make sure the back is cool. Honestly, he was white and I'm not helping no white people. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> Chill. We about no, to... I'm just playing. I'm just nah, playing. nah, I know, I know. Nah, he wasn't. He wasn't. I mean, well, he was white, but that's that's not why I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just didn't think Nah. Well, most people don't think about it. Like, you try to think of little things that can help people, like, instead of, like, giving them... If you're a business owner and you may have something light work, instead of him begging outside all day, like, yo, bro, here, you sweep this up. Come by here every morning, sweep this up, make sure this is clean, and I'll give you... That's a good... I, I, could, I, would, I, would, I would have preferred to do that. I didn't even think of doing that. But I'm going to be honest. I'll keep it a buck with y'all, like... I'm a very so I'm a very selfish um, donator to beggars. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I do it is based off my energy of the day. If I'm having a good day and you catch me, you're gonna catch me. Like you're gonna catch me. Like you're gonna probably catch so you know what I mean. All you have to do is be right at the right place at the right time. And depending on how my day goes and how I'm feeling, I'll give it up to you. Mm-hmm. Like I remember one time there was like I, I don't really like giving them money no more. Now I give them what they want specifically. Like if they ask for food, I'll just go get them food real quick if I like have the time to stop and do that yeah, yeah. so we was in the city like just a couple of years ago and there was some dude who was asking for money some little some like short white guy or whatever he was asking for some bread and I was like ignoring him mad rude and he was just like damn man I'm just hungry man I wasn't trying to be an asshole or whatever so I was like so it stopped me in my tracks a little bit mind you I'm on the way to the train to go leave the city and I'm like you just hungry He's like, yeah. I was like, you really just hungry? Because at the corner right there, there was a Starbucks. Mm-hmm. So like, you really just hungry? Okay, bet. Let's let me go buy you food. And he was like, oh, for real? Thank you, man. And I went. I only said that to see how he would react. Because mm-hmm. if they do, if they really don't want food and you say that, they'll get tight. Oh, yeah. Like, nah, fuck that. Just like, they'd be like, nah, just give me the money, man. Yeah, then, yeah. Then, I, then I would have said, ah, yeah, fuck you. Bye. Or whatever. But he was like, oh, for real, man? Damn, really? You do that? I was like, yeah. I'll buy you food right now. What's up? I was trying to call his bluff. Mm-hmm. So he was like, all right. So he came in the Starbucks with me and I bought him a sandwich, some string cheese, and a drink. Or whatever, and then he was just really grateful, and I was like, "Damn, I'm glad I stopped and did that now." Because he did. Because he really did. He really did want food. I could tell by his reaction, he really did want food. So when that happens, it's kind of like, "All right, that's what's up." That was a minute ago, but yeah, it's always nice to do that. I do. I, I've done shit like that, man. So there's no reason to talk about it. I do stuff in the world that nobody really knows that I do. Like I'll be driving on the highway, and I'll just like look at people and just do some weird shit, like just for my own entertainment. Like I just look at them. And, I don't know. I just do shit for my own entertainment. Like I, was, I remember the other day I was driving. I, I was driving. Somebody pulled up next to me. I just started making mad weird faces. Because it's weirdo. Nah, I just wanted to. I'm just like, I just like fucking with the world sometimes. So I'm looking at, I'm looking at her, right? It's like, it's like that traffic that's like everybody's doing 40, right? I looked at her, she looked at me, and I was just like, Damn, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? You're fucking weirdo. 
Oh my gosh, he's having no, a seizure. Was wild, funny what did they call the cops? Like, oh she my was mad shook and they're trying to like speed up. Yo, it was mad funny. That's weird as fuck. Shit was funny as hell. Nah, but yeah, I just be having fun with the world sometimes at the world's expense. You're a weirdo. How's that weird? Because I, be, I enjoy living in the world. It's just me. No, do that to people like that can receive that. Not when they're driving. What if you freaked out when she fucking did something that she shouldn't have right. did? Then, yeah. Then, now, if oh, that happened, I wouldn't oh, be talking oh, about it right now. Nobody police. would even know. Nah, but... <laughs> fuck you. Watch your mouth, bro. Nah, let's get it, man. I'm tired. Get to the fucking shit. Get in your bag. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. That's not how it goes. Anyway. That is how it goes. No let's talk about Nick Cannon getting canceled. I don't know what you're talking about. Do you want to talk about it? Honestly? Yeah, honestly. Yeah, I do. You do? Yeah. Right, let's get to it, bro. Because um, I don't get really see it. what the big deal is. But I think, it's, to, be, to be honest, this is the... this is. I don't know how the ops keep falling for this shit. Every time y'all try to violate us, we will always come out on top. Like, mm-hmm. y'all cannot... Y'all will keep... Y'all keep... I've been losing this battle for the beginning of time. You fired Nick... You fire Nicholas, and Nicholas is just going to come up harder off of being fired now. Exactly. Nicholas is going to come the fuck up. He's gonna he's gonna bounce back. He already has the support that he needs from certain people. He's gonna come up and he's gonna be on a whole different platform that he really actually controls now, and then be able because you already see what happens when you give him a little bit of room to do what he wants. Mm-hmm. He creates some pretty good things, wilding out and some other aspects and all that. You know what I mean, and no. and 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 some other some other ventures that he's been invested in over the years. He's always been a creator, creating something and being a part of things that are creative. So now he's gonna have a he's probably gonna have a platform that he has a hundred percent control over or close to it, or at least a hundred percent creative space. Mm-hmm. And when he controls that, I think he's proven that he can he could do something cool and something fun for everybody. <clears throat> and, well, you know, and you know what side he rides on. So yeah. yeah, well, one there's no way they could do wild wilding out without him. Like what? They would Definitely make, not. That would make the show. No, we wouldn't even want to. We don't want to see that. That would make it trash. Who's gonna support that? Like, come on. Nobody's gonna support it. Nobody's supporting that. And then, like, so what network is that? Come on. On MTV, but it's Viacom. No, no, no. I know. I want to know what television network it's on, though. So it's MTV. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing, what he said, is that on the they said on on his Cannon's Class uh, podcast. He was interviewing Professor Griff, who was used to be a part of Public Enemy, and I guess he left the group back in the day because he said uh, he made anti-Semitic remarks back then, and then um, later he rejoined the group. But this is what Nick Cannon said: Black people are the true the true Hebrews, and he talked about anti-Semitic conspiracy theories involving the Rothschild family. Um, then this is exactly the quote. It's never hate speech. You can't be anti-Semitic we, when we are the Semitic people. When we are the same people who they want to be, that's our birthright. We are the he, we are the true Hebrew, Hebrews. And then, you know, Viacom. Um, we condemn any, any, condemns bigotry of any kind, and we categorically denounce all forms of anti-Semitism. We have spoken with Nick Cannon about an episode of his podcast, which promoted hateful speech and spread anti-Semitic conspiracy theories. Da, 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 da. Basically, we ended our relationship with him. What was so anti-Semitic about that? And and like you said, you watched it, I watched it, and you were sitting there waiting for what was so offensive that he said. Very simply put, nothing. Exactly. He didn't say anything. He didn't like. I love how I love how easy it is for them to understand hate 
when we are barely even or not even throwing it, but when the ops are throwing hate, there's mm-hmm. all this confusion and, and, and uncertainty when they're saying, fuck you, we hate you. Mm-hmm. You're a piece of shit. Well, no, 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 they're not being racist. They're just, they're just voicing their, like, nah. Be, but now we're not even spitting hate. He's spitting his opinion in a way that's very valid. No, not even opinion. And that is being interpreted as bigotry. History. You're talking about facts and you're talking about history. And like the one thing and I told you before, like what every time, like if put yourself in for our listeners, put yourself in an African's body, African-American's body, right? You're trying to piece together your history back together because the people who enslaved your ancestors did everything to erase any trace of of your history and anything that you related to and that and, and had traces to Africa they tried to eliminate it from history so then when you start just you know you listen to science and you start doing history and you start talking and going to Africa and you start going to these places you're starting to educate yourself and piece together the puzzle and be like nah you're right like there are no dark people in this region they the way that they describe the the features in every book of how they describe um Moses or Jesus Christ they're all features of african people and yet when you start to talk about um just the area of jerusalem and they're like oh no nah, no nah, that's that's our it's our birthright we're the true, true hebrews and everything and it's like bro Anytime you mention anything about Jewish people and it's not even in a negative light, you're just talking about history, it is now anti-Semitic. Or you have to walk on some crazy amount of eggshells that you don't have to walk on with anybody else's history. Exactly. And because Nick Cannon has a voice, because he a large audience tunes into him, the first thing they had to do was immediately denounce him and say, we're cutting all ties with him and, what, and whatever. Why is that? One, because it's no myth. Jewish people run the media and anyone who's like and people will say people, you'll hear that and people will say oh that's anti-Semitic it's not look at the facts look to at keep, the numbers to keep it a buck though now that I'm just like absorbing everything we're saying a little bit more their strategy is gonna work it's yes. not about because it's not like I just realized what I was saying before like how Nick is gonna get a, he's gonna be fine he's gonna be able to do this there's people supporting him but the, but the difference is Nick Cannon has access to the fan base of that side too. Mm-hmm. And by them cutting him from Viacom is really to cut him from being able to speak to that side of the fan base. Exactly. So when you put it like that, their plan is probably going to work because another person on the ops side that has ops fan base is not going to pick him up. It's going to be one of us, which means he's going to be speaking to the people who already believe him. You're not going to be, he's not going to, he's it's gonna be, he's going to be shedding less light on new ears. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, I mean, so what, I guess, but now he's going to be probably, if he gets picked up by a platform that's, you know, our audience, it's going to probably be him spitting his his rhetoric to his ears that are already warm and welcome to it. But also now they're, now you're looking. The power isn't talking to people who are not really welcome to this. Oh, for sure. not really used to hearing it and learning from it. But like, this is why I always talk to people and challenge yourself challenge yourself to challenge your beliefs and challenge yourself to look from a different lens because how is it that every minority that has tried to piece together the history and tried to awaken 
the other um, descendants of Africa, they're quick to denounce you. They are quick to get you out the paint. They are quick to say, yo, cut him off. He's wrong. Don't do anything. Like they did it with... For mad people, mad people. It, sure. It's countless people. Yeah. So then... Actually, probably every person. Not every man, person. Not I think about it. But then, so what he said, they said he's anti-Semitic, right? But yet then they spew... Um, Fallacies of the black community every single day on the media. Remember the narr- remember the narrative that was spit that I never understood when they kept calling Dave Chappelle crazy because he went to Africa. He didn't even yo think about this for a second. Because he think about this for a second. He didn't even do anything crazy. All he did was turn down a bag, turn down fifty and million, go to a different country, and went to Africa and and to get awakening. That was crazy. <laughs> if you think about and, if you think about how not crazy that is. Like, you want to talk crazy? I'll tell you some shit that's crazy. Woody Allen adopted a little Chinese girl and then married her. Yeah, that's nasty. Don't nobody got nothing to say about that. Mm-hmm. That's not crazy. No, to the to the to that side of the community. I mean, who cares? It's his business. You can do whatever you want. Nobody got nothing to say. R. Kelly needs to go to jail. R. Kelly's a piece of shit. Da, 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 da. But Woody, think about this for a second. He adopted a little girl. Mm-hmm. She became of age, and then he married her. That's so fuck. the chances of him looking at her in a way where he shouldn't be looking at a little girl and maybe has even abused her in any kind of way or very high. Or I'm going off on a tangent. I'm going off on a tangent. The point is the ops create narratives. It's our job not to run with what people say and run with what is. They call Dave Chappelle crazy. He didn't even do anything crazy. Like, For sure. And, and, and that's the part because now you're getting to a point to where you can't say anything. Like, look, Deshaun Jackson showed a uh a excerpt from that book and we touched on it last week and then this week they're like um he uh people have reached out to him to go to Auschwitz when it's when things are better to travel so that he can learn about the Jewish history and da 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 and I'm like all right that's cool but and, and what did you say before you said oh to learn about it again like yeah. because yeah. It was already taught in school. Like oh, we only learned it like six times: elementary, middle, mm-hmm. high. Look at the control. I mean, <laughs> like, and, and and people are gonna sit there and say, and just the fact Our that we know about Auschwitz and and Germany's history and all these fucking leaders and all these people who did this. I don't even. I don't know shit in my history. I don't care. I didn't care, but they forced me to care about it. I didn't. But I shouldn't have had to care. Where did they Anne learn? Frank. It? Where did they learn it from? Like, as far as. The diary of Anne Frank has made like this huge popularized book because she was violated. Like we don't have a motherfucking million black people who's violated a thousand times worse. More, like like no 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 a thousand times worse. But I don't mean I'm not gonna I don't want to compare trauma. I'm I'm at, I just want to say there's obviously a clear it's because she's a little white girl and you know like I I seen a post that some black woman posted I forgot who the fuck oh man so vague in my mind right now but she was saying that. She's tired of the uh, little white girl story in Hollywood. Like every time, like when when it's a kidnapping or when it's a when it's a story about something bad happening, there's emphasis if it's happening to a little white girl. But mm-hmm. if it's happening to a little black girl, it's not that big of a deal. You know, but, it's like whatever. And I, I understand what she was saying. And it's because unfortunately we have been raised and conditioned to fall for the little white girl thing, you but, know? But it's because of the way that they control the media. Yeah, yeah. No, so, that's what, that's, like, and, what and like yeah. I said, I mean, I told you before, each race has their own industry. Jewish people run the media. They run the music business. And if you, if you think that that is a lie, then go look it up. And I have it right here because in Hollywood, um, the president of News Corp, 
Peter Sherman, he's Jewish. Paramount Paramount Pictures uh, chairman, Brad Gray, Jewish. Walt Disney co uh, chief executive, Robert Iger. This is back in 2008, Jewish. Um, Michael uh, Michael Linton, Jewish. But it's because they're all in bed with each other. Like, like if you think about it, right? It all when you really, really think about it, it all makes sense. Like, look, right? You're you run the music industry, you run TV, mm-hmm. right? So I have this kid who I'm saying is our new hot ticket. He'll make us all some money. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to put him in some ads. Okay, boom. You have relationships with Gatorade and Nike. Mm-hmm. So you put him in a Nike and Gatorade commercial. Hey, Todd, what's up, man? I know you run Gatorade. I got this kid. He's going to be really hot. to make us all about a bunch of money. Okay, boom. He goes in there. Dan, you know what? Let me reach out to my Hollywood guys because I want to get him in like a little quick, little funny, little pop culture movie because that'll get him even more clout. That like It's like all tied in. All tied in. You know who's a good example of that, actually? Lil Yachty. I mean, Yachty's a great example of that. Yeah, but aside from that, so they're so dominant. There was only at that time in two thousand and eight, there was only six non-Jewish people in high positions at entertainment companies, and they wouldn't talk to the person who was doing the research because they feared that they um, would be reprimanded or you know basically blackballed if they spoke out about against it. Well, and so, what you trying to say, like? Solution based, like you want to start. Like, so if you start saying, like, if they're speaking the truth, like, is, do the Jews run Hollywood? Yes. And if, if do the Jews run media? Yes. Like, it's not fuck. And the people that are speaking out of it, because obviously diversity and inclusion is a big thing, then why are there not that many people at the top of these corporations? That's not what they mean by diversity and inclusion. They mean diverse down here, not up here. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, but that's the thing. When you start to when you start to bring out the facts, the first thing that people want to do is refute all of them. And like you said, you're learning about Anne Frank, but they still haven't taught anything about slavery. So because and remember when I told you everything is about education, like when everybody asks me, how do you change things? How do you change? You change it in education because the way that everything has been taught throughout the years, throughout slavery from all the way back then till now is this story and narrative of everybody coming together all nicely and peacefully and that they don't show the brutality of slavery. I don't think you could be, I don't think if you're a kid growing up in this country, if if that was taught to you through your education system, slavery, the brutality of it, where this country actually came from and who's responsible fully for the country um, in all aspects, including the slavery aspect, mm-hmm. I don't think you could be racist. You can't. I think if you're educated on every aspect of the country, you would have to look at it as, damn, that's a shitty part of our history mm-hmm. that I disagree with and I stand against it. But, you know, I'm ready to grow and do what we got to do in this direction, this new new world order. And I think if you are educated, like you just said, you can't. You could. You could. There's no way you could still be racist after knowing thoroughly through education, through a learning-based education, not, a, not an education from, like, your parents or some shit. I mean, yeah. like, a system that is trying to actually show you the history in all aspects and not just the well, bias because re- I mean because remember you'll go through the, the Civil War to tell you about the North and the South you go through the um, you go through when we read the Diary of Anne Frank and then you'll learn about the Holocaust and you learn it extensively they do look they make it a point to show you all the pictures all of the videos of them going into the camps the them being murdered all the bodies piled up they make it a point to the show movies. you that the documentaries. Exactly. The, the books. They make it the a education point. education system. Yeah. So if you, when you really sit back and think about it, the way you're talking about it right now, we are brainwashed to care about that shit. Yes. Like, I mean, 
what do you think? Like these war, these movies. There's so many movies that are World War Two movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, World War Two movies. So many, mm-hmm. and they've won awards when they're really just the same story over and over and over. Yes, you know, what I mean, it's like Batman and Spider Man. It's the same stories over and over and over. Um, the books, the education, school system. You learn about it in middle school. You learn about it in high school. Mm-hmm. And when you think about it, who is the story making you? Empathize with, for. yeah. Empathize with, yeah. Empathizing with those people. You're empathizing with Jews, yeah. But and that's why they don't. When you want, think about it, you're empathizing with Jews. In well, for for World War Two in that segment of t- history, but they don't ever that's want the segment of history that I've learned about in history over the most. Exactly, they don't ever want you to know about these things. So, like when I said they control the media, then they control. And that's actually, why electives are good. And, and wait, and I'm going to ask you a real last question because I because I sat and thought about it a second ago. Have you ever seen any Jewish on Jewish crime on the news? Um, Other than the boy getting chopped up and that shit went for one day. It was too gross. It was too gruesome for them to not cover it. But uh, if you think about daily news, so what they do, does crime not occur there? Occur there? There are different types of crimes that get reported, but they only report the most shocking and they only seem to uh, focus on one neighborhood they don't ever focus on i've never seen news from on a consistent basis yeah, they're very unbothered from the jewish community nobody bothers them nobody bothers but there's yeah, just, i'm talking about i'm talking about the media yeah like nobody like they can just live on they live on an island and they, oh, they live I, on an island within your within your within your island I, I wonder why no one bothers them when you're in control of it yeah because yeah. You don't want to take a deeper lens of what's going on over here. Even though we know that things are going on because things go on in every race. Things go on in every ethnicity. But what's happening here is just like a utopia of that people never get to see. The outside world doesn't know what goes on in there. And you said in a couple episodes, like, they do a great job of With keeping everyone confined. Now that you just mentioned what you just said, it's obviously every, very easy to maintain your community when... You completely control your everything that revolves around your community, including the news that's reporting in your community. Exactly. So that makes it easy because the news it. doesn't. It's like, uh, what's the Jewish town out here? Like Cedarhurst. You got Cedarhurst, and what's around Cedarhurst? And one of Hewlett. the you got Hewlett, you got Lawrence, you got mm-hmm. Oceanside's not too far from Cedarhurst. Mm-hmm. You got all these towns like East Rockaway, all mm-hmm. around it, mm-hmm. and you don't never seem to hear nothing. You'll hear everything in each other respective town, but you never hear anything about Cedarhurst. Actually, you don't even hear anything about any of those like Jewish populated towns. What you said originally is correct. Uh, you don't really hear it. Everything is like uh, it's like uh, uh, like crossing. Like, uh, nope, skip that. Don't go as over here. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, this is actually kind of crazy that this is never brought up. And the only reason why I know is because somebody who's from the area told me, and then mm-hmm. I googled it and found the story. There was a story. Yo, the fact that this story is not blown up. Now that you just mentioned it, it's fucking crazy. I'm about to find out what it was and Google it and bring it back up on this shit. There was a story of this black kid. I think he went to Lawrence High School. Lawrence Woodmere? Huh? Lawrence Woodmere or Lawrence? Like actual Lawrence High School or Lawrence Woodmere Academy? I don't really remember, man. I don't remember, but he was this black kid and he was killed. And this is like a big deal for that area and five towns in that part of Nassau because they don't really have stories like this happen. And like he was getting jumped by some other students, and they accidentally killed him or some shit, or he got stabbed during the jumping. And all five of the boys who was involved oh, in the murder, I remember they that. were arrested. And you know, apparently, I don't even know if they were charged because the story just died out. So they they probably were, or very lightly, but it's not really something that's. It was a crazy story because they were young and they were high school kids, and these kids were jumping this kid, 
And apparently he was like a nice kid or whatever, and he died. But like when you think about it, how does a story like that not go? How does it not ring bells? Like that story was kind of wild. Yeah, I think I rem- I think I remember. Yeah, it. you probably do very briefly, but it didn't ring bells. But you no, of, of course, of course, it's not going to ring bells because look, if I can highlight all your inequities, I don't ever have to shed light on mine. It's just like you you know how when you start to um, talk about a person's problems, like I'll criticize you. And not in a negative light. I just like, yo, Vlad, yo, you just need to tighten up in this area, right? And a person who doesn't, who's not um, open to, excuse me, a person who's not open to negative feedback will deflect and like, well, look at what you got going on. And because of their, because of the industry that they hold. And look, Italians, body shops, uh, event hall, event space halls, uh, sanitations, you got... um, Asians nail, you know they have nail and spas. That's their industry. Uh, Chinese restaurants. What else is there? I mean, well, not all Asians, but you know, there's sushi, there's hibachi. Then, um, what else? Who, who am I missing? Oh, they got Jewish people, jewelry. Um, you know, you know, Jews and Muslims in the in the in, the, in the, um jewelry industry. Each race has their own industry of which they which they work in and thrive in. That's real. Nothing about that is anti-Semitic. So when you say Jews run the media and control the media, it's not anti-Semitic. It's real. The definition of anti-Semitic is hostile or to or prejudice against Jews. Mm-hmm. I don't think anything he said was hostile. Against it wasn't. Jews. It just was. He was just actually stating comments from opinion, but they weren't like negative. He was just stating things that he that he can research or facts. Look, it wasn't is, even like he was like he didn't say. So fuck them, or yeah, so they're, yeah. They're, they're bad people. Like he didn't say anything. He talked about it from an educated standpoint. Yeah, yeah, it was just like education based. It wasn't. That's what made it even worse that they were so quick to drop him because it was like, yo, he didn't even state anything that was like, yo, so don't fuck with them, or so don't support them, or you know, watch out for them. Like he didn't state anything to me that was hostile at all. It was just like, yo, this is what it is. This is what I've learned. This is what I'm. This is what I'm speaking on. But that's, I guess, that's what they mean when they say. Any form of it. This, this right now, we just said some. I guess technically, according to them, this episode is anti-Semitic. Yeah, no, I mean, I guess so. I mean, You're but there anti-Semitic. are there are books about this. The Atlantic posted, and it's called the book is called "The Secret Relationship Between Blacks and Jews." How's this podcast ever going to take over if you're being anti-Semitic on this podcast? I'm not being anti. I'm not saying anything <laughs> violent. I'm not saying anything negative. I'm talking about history, like. Well, they don't want you talking about history. Of course clearly. they don't, because they don't want you to be educated. They never want, and and that's the thing. Good to be talking about this now before we get our Spotify deal. For sure, but if you, <laughs> but look, if you know your history, you wouldn't you if if you truly knew your history like other people know their history, you'd be a lot more prideful and you wouldn't let other people put you down and do certain things. The the mere fact that we have been stripped of our history allows, and then taught to think nothing of ourselves because that is what was taught Mm -hmm. to us and then think about that what that does for generations continuing down down. and then it still happens to this day so when people try to pinpoint black on black crime and all these things it's like yo obviously we still have a problem that we're dealing with but we are moving forward it's just that you have to step back and realize the entire problem what how did we get here Oh, so we got here because we were 
stolen from our land. We were beaten and brutalized. Then we would never, they didn't want us to read. They didn't want us to know about anything. Then they forced Christianity on us because obviously that's not our religion. They, you know, taught you this religion. And then on top of that, now when they started to feel bad, not even, they didn't feel bad because they had to fight a fucking war to relieve slavery, to, 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 to uh, abolish it. Then after that, set up systemic things so that you could never be equal. Like they never wanted you to be equal. First, you were property. Then it was. You were a percentage. Of then property. you were a percentage. Then you were three, oh, three fifths of property. Mm-hmm. Then you were taught to be nothing. Um, and, and then you had to fight for the right to vote. You couldn't read. They never wanted you to read. And then through that, then you couldn't hold certain jobs. Like you had to be a porter or you had to work in a, uh, you had to share crop because remember all black people were farmers because they were slaves and they used to uh, pick cotton and they used to uh, work on the plantations. So that's where the origin of them, them working in the farms. And then look how it switched when now can you, do you think that we would get the same support if, 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 um, if black people were farmers, like, you know how the farmers are getting all this subsidies now and nah. no, Nah. Because look at how the shift happened. Because yeah. once we were allowed to, no once we were allowed to do other things, then it became easy. Then we like you know wanted to do everything. So I don't like you know how people be like, oh, you want to be an athlete or you want to be a rapper or whatever. I don't blame them because that is how you change your your family for generations is to oppose to. Being being a minority that has never had the opportunity or has to fight hurdles to get in at a um a white establishment corporation and then climb the ladder and deal with um and then deal with things like oh yo you gotta cut your beard that's unprofessional oh oh you gotta um you know you gotta, you gotta cut your beard that's unprofessional oh you got nappy hair oh you can't wear your afro that's not professional oh you can't wear your dreadlocks that's not professional oh black women you got puffs you can't do that you can't wear your natural hair you have to be straight like all of these things do you un- do you understand how crazy that is that recently like there were laws passed so that black women can wear their hair how they want to wear it and even you know uh, latino women that you know uh, uh have more like curly hair that as of a couple of years ago that they had they finally passed a law to where they can wear their hair. Like they can't be um, basically, uh, I forgot the word again. I forgot the word. But basically that so that they can wear their hair comfortably at work. So when you break it all down, that those are all the hurdles and, and challenges and plateaus that they never wanted you to overcome to keep you down. You didn't, they never viewed you as an equal, not as an equal person. And everything that they did was to keep you down. So that's why when you start to piece together the history of, nah, we not this. Now, no, 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 shut him up. He can't, he can't educate these people because if you're, if you're a black person and you see Nick Cannon talking and he, he's, um, you know, spitting facts now, he's not making people laugh, but he's spitting facts now. I'm more of a threat to you. Because I'm speaking the truth. Well, people don't like when you're not making them laugh anymore and you're spitting facts. They don't but, like that. But look at the threats. I'm more of a threat to you because I know. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying that. Like, nobody likes. They don't like when you start spitting facts and stop making jokes. And that's. I mean, and, and this is where we are. This is, this is where we are as a people. This is a result of black people making money. 
making money and thriving and succeeding. Yeah. That's what and, I mean. And starting to grow. You see and, how success translate. You see how success and wealth and 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 just really being able to provide from your family makes you feel like okay now I can venture into things that are more serious and more important mm-hmm. because now I know that that part of my world is put together. That's a clear indicator of how important it is to be wealthy because when you are wealthy you now have the power to risk your wealth for a higher gain and higher and higher and to achieve higher goals and and you'll see a lot of people put that on the line that's why when we talk about certain things i always like that's why i'm like okay they're not like some people may be supportive but they're not really ready yet like they're not really ready to let go of the bag for the support because that's when you're really like all right i'm ready now to be honest, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. Nick Cannon has been in this industry for a very long time since Nickelodeon he was 18. back in the day. I think he's pretty aware of what he should, should and could and could not say, mm-hmm. and he knew this is why he probably spoke of it like this because he wasn't really being super 100% hardcore direct, but he knew he might have been playing with a line that could cause some issues. You know what I mean? I I think he knew because he's. Pretty, I think he knew. He, he like he's not really he's not ignorant. He's no, he's educated. educated. So he knew he was playing with a line a little bit. He didn't probably didn't know that that was that whole dropping him thing was gonna happen. But nah, he knew, he, if he didn't know, this made it super clear for him. Like, oh, this is what people might have talked to me about or warned me about early in my life and career, and when I was moving here and moving there. That this, like, this is why I was told to sh- in certain directions and don't look, do that and do this and don't act like this and act like that. This is why, but, because the bag is that close to slipping away. And now he's probably like, that's okay. Now he's like, now he's at a position where he's like, you know what? If that happens or maybe happen, that's okay. I can handle that. It's better than it's more important. It's more important than than this bag right now. I don't know if you remember years ago. It was years ago when Jeezy he he was releasing his album, but he did an interview and he said because uh, I think he, Young Jeezy. Yeah, no Jeezy, not Young. Uh, um, what did he say? He was releasing the album, and it was the album where he was talking to like people to get them, um, you know, up to speed. Uh, Church in the streets. And trying to educate people, he said, yo, it's not trap or die no more. We trying to, you know, elevate from that. And he said that to reach out to him and said, yo, they're going to come get you soon. Like, you're going to start, you're going to start feeling that pressure because. Wait, you're talking about Young Jeezy, right? Yeah. Because of what you're so talking. Why'd you say not Young Jeezy? Because Jeezy. he's not young no more. He's Jeezy now. Go ahead, man. But you get me tight now. Now you got, I'm like, yo, I'm like, but you he got said, me in my head right now. He like, said, somebody yo. named Jeezy I don't know about? <laughs> He said, you're going to start feeling that pressure now. Like, and sure enough, like two weeks after that, he got arrested in L.A. And if you and and like I said, there's a history and there's a correlation along with it with anybody who starts talking to the greater. If you're not talking about guns and talking about dismantling and disrupting your community, it is that much interested, not interested. Think about it. So That's a fact. no wait 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 now That's a fact. look we know that already Takashi six nine right he's on a label and it's run by you know high level Jewish executives and he was snitching all type of stuff like not that you know whatever but all of his music was gang banging shooting people up robbing whatever promoting that which and, was which was told obviously and he was obviously instructed to do that mm-hmm. and. Do you think that if he was preaching a different type of message that he would get that same support from the no. label? Because 
They are paying for everything, all bro. of the studio sessions, all of the security, all bro, of that. I've been saying, I, I remember who I, I can't remember who I said it to, but it's like, yes, we love the Smurder song, the Bobby Smurder um song. You know what song I'm talking about, Hot Nigga. Mm-hmm. We love Hot Nigga, but it's that exact formula. It's that exact. Form- they do the same thing, right? Look, look, who's out right now, right? Unfortunately, rest in peace to Pop Smoke, mm-hmm. right? They're just gonna find another person talking that exact shit you talk about. Mm-hmm. And they're going to put the money behind him. They're going to put his video on a thousand times. They're going to make the radio play it 6,000 times. And they're going to force your ears to bleed until you like it. And then they're going to promote him. They keep doing the same formula. They, did it, they do it with everybody. They do. It's the same formula. They just take a take a really, really hood beat. Take a hood dude. Make him they do make, some hood look, shit. They make their millions off of it. It's and the then same, he'll, he goes he'll to jail. any deal you offer. Cool. He'll accept any deal you offer for, for, for a small... He'll take a 360. He'll accept any deal you offer... And then we'll make our bag off of him because we'll put him on a bunch of things that we have all the control over. Mm-hmm. They've done this formula a, a gazillion. Every time Come I heard up. the hot nigga song, I'm not going to front because I thought about this a long time ago. I love that song. You know me. I'll dance to that shit. I'll turn up to that shit. But every time I hear it, I can't help but think about that song the was the demise of their entire put this song together. Like, I'm like, this wasn't like no, no, like accident. Like, they, they, they know this is the formula. Do you remember this when he performed, uh, was it Bobby Bitch? In the room. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't that look mad? How is that not awkward? awkward that's and weird. Uncomfortable? Bro, that's weird. That's weird. And it's not weird. We think it's weird, but it's not weird. It's him showing them that look, I can do all this street shit and make it look cool and then sell it for y'all. That was him. That was him interviewing. Mm-hmm. That was him. That was an interview. That that shit and is insane. And when you look at that, when you look at that, I don't even know how that footage even came out. That's weird. That that, that would, that's weird. That the, even be allowed. Look to at see the it. narrative that they put. They allow that shit up all day and night. Dude, they didn't look uncomfortable. They looked real comfortable. They were interviewing. Him. No, no, they were fine. They were fine. They're like, oh, okay, do your thing. Yeah. Let me see how, I mean, not to be fucked up, but let me see how niggerish you could get. Let's see how much, mm, that, yeah, yeah, they'll buy that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they do that all the time, bro. They do that all and, the time. And it's crazy. But like like I said, it's time to have now those. Look at Fabio. Oh, Fabio Fortman? I mean, I don't know much about him. You, you don't know his first song that, that came out? No. Big Drip. I fell in love with a lip bitch. Hey, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, yeah. She want to suck on a lip, dick. like, like. <laughs> that's the formula. You want to get on, you got to get one of those. That's the formula. They see that, they hear that, they're like, yeah, this is the one. It's gonna fuck. It's gonna fuck that. It's gonna be bring that energy. Mm-hmm. Who they even be putting on that's not on that vibe? No one. I don't hear nobody coming out anymore. That's not on that vibe. Like you can't be. You can't even like. You can't even be Kendrick until you were. Fabio. No, you, you can't gotta go Fabio you, first and then can't convert be, to the real you. You can't be Kendrick if you don't have the patience of grinding and really building up your base to get there. Same with the J. Cole. That's same with the Wale. But same I think, with, but those guys you named, they came out at a time where we still appreciated music music. Like right now, it would be wild hard to get mainstream energy just being a real artist. It takes it takes a no. It's a process. It, it right. takes that shit long as hell. It is now. Yeah, because ain't nobody ain't nobody really trying to soak that up. That's long. Who 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 can do it? I don't even know who can do it right now. All the niggas who we're even mentioning, I don't even think they could. If J Cole came out right now, I think we would have a very hard time absorbing him. He would very hard time. Like it would be people like us who like yo, he's hard. But to him to sell and get records and be on the radio and be promoted. It would be even harder than it was for him now than it was when he was doing it when it was hard. I get, I get. It was already hard for him. I mean, if look, if you look at Boogie, Boogie's fucking fire, fire. But and he refused to talk nigga shit. Exactly. He even said it himself. I'm not talking no nigga shit. You're not gonna get 
the bag then. <laughs> like, unfortunately, it's true. He's not going to get the bag unless he comes with a really creative, random new avenue. Some like Tyler, the creator, Lil Uzi Vert, weird shit. You know, you know. Oh, remember that? I'll give you an example, right? You have to do something because you can't just come out with talent. Young Thug, when he was arguing with French Montana, what did he say to him? Everybody was laughing, but I understood what he was saying. What did he, what did he say to French French Montana when French, when French Montana made fun of his dress? I don't know what he said. French Montana was making fun of him, saying like, "You was wearing a video, you was wearing a dress in my video, nigga." Ha ha ha, basically. Mm-hmm. And and Young Thug was like, his response to that was, "Yo, you're wild corny. Like I did that for you because I thought that you was like, like you thought you was cool. I thought you was my homie. That's why I did that for you." Now people laughed at that comment, like you put on a dress for your niggas. Ha <laughs> ha, that's mad gay. Ha <laughs> ha. Nah, what he's saying is, I did the shit that draws attention to the public, which brings in money, because mm-hmm. I thought you was my homie. So I throw on that shit and I do all that weirdo shit intentionally, because I know that the execs upstairs are gonna fucking... want that because that's what they incentivize. What are you gonna do to bring us attention to make us money so we can make you money? And Young Thug was saying, yo, that's mad corny. You know better that I did that to, you know, he's manipulating us to satisfy them to make the money for him in French, is what he was saying. And it's like, like you said, who controls the narratives? So what narrative are they trying to paint right now with all these fruity... I shouldn't have said fruity, I'm sorry. With all these very flamboyant and very feminine-like dudes they're rewarding for doing... Like like Young Thug wore that weird-ass dress on that album cover. Young Thug is a thug. Nah, like, for real. So, he doing that, but with him in that French Montana where he got real organic and candid for a minute and mm-hmm. basically spilled his own little strategies, he basically said, I do that shit on purpose without saying that. He's basically saying like, yeah, you know when Young Thug used to throw random little gay comments out on Instagram? Like, yeah. oh, I miss you. I, that's traffic. Uh, all that's traffic. It. That's money. Because you teetering that. Oh my gosh. Bro, it's just traffic. Yo, you could do that and then drop an album the next day. You, you like, saying like this? This conversation is making me think of the crit here video when he said Plantation Records. I'm about to play. I already graduated from college, getting his master's degree, six thousand dollars. We didn't have a baby's mama. Got a job. What do you think? I give him away for six hundred bucks. How about this guy right here? Underrated underground rapper. He's a lyricist, and he's country, 100 bucks. Can't go nope. 90 bucks. And basically... What the fuck was that? During the scene, he was like Plantation Records, right? And like he was talking about Big Crit. And, he, and, and so basically, there was a slave auction, a rapper slave auction. Mm. and he, That's what I was gathering. Yes, and he was like, was two oh, people. he got a baby mama... Da, 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 da. Yeah, this how much we'll pay for him, and it was like white executives looking. And here I can turn my computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I grasped that, but I want to make sure that's what I got. So I see what he did. That's clever. Yeah. And to show you what, like, to paint that larger picture, because now Big Crit was on a major, and he was he was talking his Mississippi shit and trying to educate people and being black and being for people. You don't hear Big Crit. Yo, we're speaking some shit that's honestly just not even like rocket science. Look at David Banner. The second he stopped being ghetto, his career died. <laughs> Yo. The second he stopped being ghetto, it was like, okay, you're not being ghetto no more. You're not being ratchet. You're not being hood. You're not being a thug. Sorry, we can't the, do nothing for the you. Second we can't David, invest in you anymore. That, and that's the second he got woke and yeah, he started nah, uplifting black done. people, shut done. down. 
Done. We're not interested in you. Same, same with- thing with Master P. The same. The, the minute, the minute Master P and um, Lil Romeo mm-hmm. stop trying to like imp- imperson- uh, impersonate Thug Images, mm-hmm. their music career was in a non-existent, non-existent. Nobody was trying to hear Romeo and Master P not be not be on some hood shit. Mm-hmm. Niggas wasn't hearing it. Nope. Exactly. The minute the like I said, the minute you Gucci start, Gucci has to have a clone to not be a thug. He got to have a whole clone. He just because he got right with his life, um, diet wise, mm-hmm. fitness wise, and he's not doing no hood shit no more because he don't want to go to jail no more. It's a clone. Yeah. Like that's such a horrible image. Like, damn, he got his shit right now. He's a clone for that. And like so, like niggas can't. He's a grown ass man. Would you? Why would y'all wanted to see him at forty years old still acting like? Like, what do y'all expect? Because like, they want you to perpetuate this. On. Like Vince Staples said it the best about like all we do is sell trauma. Like yeah, he's saying some real shit by the he way. He says real shit all the time, and people be thinking he's joking. Nah, he's not joking. It's the way he talking his lingo. His lingo is funny. His voice, his vocals. I mean, he, funny. you know, he's from California. Like, he be talking like he be talking like 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 I can't even really mock it. But the way he talks is mad funny, so it's really hard to like absorb what he's saying. But when you listen to the words that are coming out of his mouth, then it's like, nah, he's saying some real shit. Nah, he said, and I remember he said some shit because uh, Rosenberg tried to clown on Ray J, and he was like, "Yo, don't do that. That's that's my homie." Like he said, "Don't do that. That's my homie." Like, and he not like you said. Oh no, he said Tiger. Something about Tiger, and he was like, "Yo, like." You you talking about him and you say oh he's car he's garbage or whatever but yo he's feeding his family and not robbing nobody and not doing nothing and and you talking about like oh that's whack or whatever like I remember the, I, I'm trying to find it the exact timestamp you know shout out to the people in the YouTube comments that be putting the timestamp us up but I wish Vince Staples spoke a little bit more though yeah I mean but speak, I feel like he don't speak enough no nah, I feel like he speaks a lot. Like, cause I like what he be talking about. He be saying some real shit. And I'm like, damn, I was catching randomly, but he, don't, I feel like he don't be saying enough. Nah, he be saying real. He says real shit, but like, my whole thing is like, look at look at what we do. Look at how people are. Like, they want to like so our the whole Meg Thee Stallion thing, right? Well, oh, oh Meg Stallion and Tory Lane. People were joking and making mad fun of the mug shots and all type of shit, right? About but, her getting shot. No. Before they didn't know that she got shot. What, they, what was the joke? Like just like her and Tory Lanez, and they were talking about because he's short and and you know mm. dragging him to. Oh, that thing jail. with the feet was kind of funny though. Did yeah, you see that? no, yeah, I saw that, but that <laughs> but like the pictures of her mugshot or whatever, I like seen that, but okay. so like you making all jokes, but then now everybody wants to be you know everybody doing oh my gosh, oh feel better, get better because like now you find out more details of what happened, like. It shouldn't take for you to find out details. Just chill and not make a joke about everything up front. Well, that's the problem with the internet. Everybody got to be funny. Everybody's everybody got to be funny. funny, but that shit is just, you know, trash. And, 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 and people just... I think that is trash, but everybody got to be funny. Nobody wants to be real until somebody gets shot or stabbed or some weird shit happens. Then you want to act like, oh, man, this is so crazy. It's like, yo... Like I said, look, if Will Smith was like... if, if You know, and I'm not, I'm not um saying it, but... If Will Smith offed himself, right... After this week of all this they will shit, be saying some wild shit. It'll be insane. Yeah, all responsible. Everybody would be like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, yeah, like nah, talk, keep that same energy I had. Yeah, because honestly, it's like I mean, it's like how you gonna joke on Will, bro? And it's like not even that, but everybody has transgressions. Everybody their, got issues. That's their personal life. They did put their personal life on a public platform, yeah. so that's on them. But 
they obviously did coached it and did it together. I don't know why people are so gassed. Like, <laughs> did you see how they were talking? Like the lingo Duh. and the verbiage and the terminology they were using. That's not angry term. Like your girl doesn't fuck another person, and you're like, so um, when you were uh, sitting with Aug, yeah. you guys were conversing and you guys had interactions that were, um, I'd say, um, a little bit more complex than. Like you don't talk like that when you're tight. So he's clearly Hell not no. tight. Like that's not anger talk. That's not upset. That's not nothing. You know, and yeah, and people forgot like they are actors and actresses. Yes. So it's very easy for him to look bothered for even if over he's not. thirty years. He like we all forgot who we looking at. Now we're not looking at Will Smith. He's actually making the same exact face he makes in Pursuit of Happiness and all the other movies yeah. that he sat in. He made that face in uh, Legend. I'm he, Legend. When he started losing hope. Yeah. He made he that that's his like. That's guys, his thing. He's not like this is something that you've been past. And they decided to do this together. Like, they decided to do that together. They already powered through that situation. And they was like, you know what? Let's just give the fans some entertainment. That's why he, That's why they made sure they did it on their platform. Mm-hmm. A platform we could spread our information on. Now, you guys don't get to have it as rumors and, and just freedom. Yeah. No, now you got to pay through clicks and streams for to this see what information. We you did. guys really want to know? Y'all want to know? Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll give you something for some bread. And that's it. No, you're right. That's it. That's how I feel about it. Like they, they know what they was doing. Everybody was taking it so crazy. They were mad serious. I'm like, bro, I don't give a fuck about this shit. I got real shit to deal with. He's like, so when you um were with Aug, how you gonna really how you gonna talk in a nickname to a person you're supposed to be upset about that? Like had this upset with or about Yeah, like that's just weird. Yeah. That's how you know it's just so not bothered. They're just so not bothered. No. Yeah, but on a high note that I wanna leave the podcast with. Leave. Leave the podcast. Is know, that time? So we've been knowing for we an hour. We just started talking. For an hour already. Because we was bullshitting. And I told you, that's why I like to get to the shit. We, were just, we just started talking. Bro. Yo, so in Asheville, North Carolina, um, the Asheville City Council has apologized for the North Carolina City's historic role in slavery, discrimination, and the denial of basic liberties to black residents and voted to provide res- reparations to them and their descendants in a uh, in a 7-0 vote that came on the night of July 14th. Why didn't I just close on my crib in North Carolina? Bro, I'm out. What the fuck are you talking about? I just clo- I just seen that and I immediately copped some shit. <laughs> I just closed on it. I'm out. So I'm only here for... I'm moving a week. Yeah, I'm moving to Asheville right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to get my reparations. I, I closed. I'm out. Shit was crazy. Fast now, closing ever. This is a quote from the councilman. Um... Hundreds of years of black blood spilled that basically fills the cup we drink from today, said Councilman Keith Young, one of the two African American members of the body and the measurement and um and the measures uh, chief proponent. It is simply not enough to remove statues. Black people in this country are dealing with issues that are systemic in nature. The unanimously uh, <laughs> Unanimously passed resolution does not mandate direct payments. Instead, it will make an investments in areas where black residents face disparities. Bro, it's crazy what it takes for people to to see that. Mm-hmm. Like the day that the day that that uh, state, like North Carolina, that's cool. I respect that, and there's nothing I can do but respect it. But the day I see Mississippi do that mm-hmm. will be the day that I'll be like, wow, like we are really moving towards a new America. Because Mississippi. Bro, you be I don't know if you be paying attention to stories and shit that happens in Mississippi. No, Mississippi. But that state is, is the most di- disgusting state in the planet. Mississippi. I don't even understand why any black human being lives there. No, no, no. And I don't know. We can keep going. I, I, you getting me in my bag now. Why do black? Why, no, 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 no. Let me ask you a question. You can answer this. I can't answer this. I can answer it. Why does any black 
person live in Mississippi right Be- now? Because move to anywhere. No, no, else. no, 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 no. Because your ancestors live in that land, and and, and your family members live in that so land. You want to take you, the land back? You were entitled to that land. That's and facts. You, and okay, you don't want to. And 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 you like if you think about all the blood that spilled and all that stuff, you don't want to give that up just if, because. Is that what's happening? Yeah, because if that's what's happening, I can respect. I mean, that's what happened. That's why black people still there. That's why they still, you know, because because that's the only thing I can logically come up with. It's a it's a victory if you if everybody flights, if everybody leaves. But nah, man, we all that blood spilled from our ancestors on that land, and we have know anybody from Mississippi. So I know I've some never people from Mississippi. Had that with them I, I know some people it. from Miss from Louisiana. I know some people from Alabama. I know some people yeah, from Georgia. I know people from, I know so you want from Bama, like but. and I and I I told my mom I said I want to buy an old plantation, just that the fact that you they never would have wished during those days they never wanted you to they didn't want you to fucking read you were property and now I own this whole motherfucker. You want to wake them up? You want to go in the grave and wake them up and say, look, yeah, look. <laughs> Yo, look at, but look, look, not even that, but look at how powerful, look look at how powerful that is. If all the black people moved back south and bought these plantations, look at, look at, it's, it's such a, like iconic thing Mm -hmm. because you're buying land that was never meant for you, Mm -hmm. but all of your ancestors died on it and you're uplifting that, that, that it's like killing the racism at its core because now I'm, I got money and I'm rich, I'm rich and I'm buying this shit up and I'm going to do everything to let black communities thrive and we can farm we can make our we can have our own farms we can produce our own product we can have our own butchers we can have our own stuff like all of our all all of our own for our community and that's why you don't give up that land and and, and flee up north where they really I don't fuck with it. nah i fuck with it I, i'm like my mom be like she asked me you still want to move i said yeah because deep deep down that when you truly do the history and are, are are at peace with yourself, but also like internalize everything that's went down. Then how could you not want to do that? How could you not want to like shove it in their face? Like yo, like as much as you fly the Confederate flag, nah. Well, look at this. I own this now. I own this plantation. I own. I own we own these thirteen colonies now, bitch. Exactly. What's up? And nah, I, I, that's not that, that was a that was a beautiful response because. Sometimes I used to sit and think to myself, like, I would never want to live in this motherfucking state. But when you put it like that, if that's what if that's the mindset of those people over there, which I don't really know. But if it is and you're saying that, then that's some real, real shit right there. Because you have to remember, like, and every and this goes back to the systemic racism of slavery. Once they got free, what they did was, uh, you know, make them sharecroppers and then create all these laws to keep them enslaved. So they can never really truly thrive from the land. They can never truly thrive from that area. So now being in a position like and even, you know, and even blacks down there, they're still struggling because they've never had the industry and everything system like systemic against them. But if all it takes is, you know, more educated and, and, and wealthier blacks to come into the area and start to uplift it, start to create better schools in the area, start to provide better resources and um, farming and in in trades and cultivate business there. Now it changes everything because if you look at the South, it is underdeveloped in certain areas for a reason. It super underdeveloped. Super underdeveloped. Yeah, like worse than what we have here. Here is you know. What do you mean? Way worse. A thousand times worse. Yeah. So it is. It, it's more evident and more clear of why it's like that down there. Like you know why it's like that. 
why there's no investments in those areas, yeah, why there's yeah. not why it's not thriving in those areas, yeah, why those, those black areas schools are, are like poor. Miles Be- and miles of nothing. Because they never wanted you to they never wanted you to, to come up. Like if you think about it, if you think about Last Chance You, have you yeah, I'm sure you have you watched it? You never watched Last Chance You? On Netflix? Yeah. I know I clicked on it, but I never finished it. Yo, mad good. Really? But O D good. If you like you like football. Yeah, so I, I loved um what was that fucking football show? I forgot what it was called. It doesn't matter. Go ahead. But last night she was real because it's like the JUCO. It, it like ju- junior college is for like the same for in every sport. It's the same in every sport. Like when you go JUCO and you you know you you bounce from a big time big time D one program. Like it's the last chance before it's over, and most people, you know, they fuck up. Like when I when I went to Onondaga, because what you say I'm the Onondaga stopper. I'm bugging. I was thinking about a different show just now. When I went to Onondaga, like there were like four kids from UMass that came in, and I guess there was an issue. You know, there were they got into some shit at UMass, and they transferred into Onondaga, and like they came from a Division one school and came to JUCO, and then they all eventually left and went back D one, but. It's because no, I, didn't, I didn't watch Last Chance You. Oh nah, you gotta watch. You'll fuck with it heavy, like heavy. So I'm gonna start. If it's still on there, I'm gonna start it. No, nah, it is. They're about to. The new season's about to come out in this month. I'll bet. That's what um, I'm watching now. Thank yeah. You. So the whole thing is like the first, the first season, is, the first two seasons in school. Is it fictional or non-fiction? No, it's real. Oh, it's some, it's some, it's some documentary. Shit? Yeah, yeah, it's real. Oh, okay, okay, okay. The first two seasons are in Scuba, Mississippi. Poor as shit. And you can you know what type of country it is, the yeah, type of yeah. area, but all the players are black. It's just like, um, th- and that's why it's a direct conflict in those areas where those big ass schools like Georgia, um, Mississippi State, Florida, all those players are black, but the surrounding area is heavily racist. Like even in Clemson, and um, like Dabble Sweeney's been getting lit up all month on Twitter because he said some shit about Black Lives Matter dividing people and what are they fighting for? There's equal, is equality everywhere? And yo, yo, you know what's funny? Sometimes when when you hear somebody like him say some shit like that, his dumbass brain probably really think that it, like, he does, and then like, forgets that you have wrong. A, he's just completely wrong, but doesn't know that he's wrong. Bro, you have a whole roster of black athletes. Yeah, and you thought that that was you thought that was the wave? I mean, look at Drew Brees. Yeah, that was unacceptable in my opinion. Even when he apologized, I'm of course like, it was unacceptable. Like, and and you can't this is fucking unacceptable from you. And that's what I'm saying. If you, you was a rookie and you said some shit like this, actually it would still be unacceptable because you played college your whole life. But if you was a freshman in college and you said some shit like this, all right, I can understand why you made that mistake. But you're a veteran. You're a forty year, forty one year old like, grown you man. You went to forty one years thinking like this. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. And got a whole teammate, a whole team of black teammates. And you can't even feel sorry that fast. Fuck no, out of here. That's how you like, feel sorry in two I days? don't like that shit. I do not you, like that shit. I, I'm sorry already. Oh, you get it. Oh. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm oh, so sorry. 40, I know. 40. I'm sorry. I shouldn't say 41, right? So we'll say 25 years of you, 25 to 30 years of you not getting it. And just in two days, was it even two days or was it a few hours? It was a day. I'm sorry, in one day, you get it now. No, but look, you know, wow. and, and you know what the direct flip of that is? Drew Brees said that he's it went in the media. He's sorry the next day. Everybody forgave you, right? Deshaun Jackson tweets that tweets that excerpt from from uh, back to this, yeah. Um, from whatever about uh, about Jewish people. He's anti-Semitic. He we want to they want the organization to punish him. Then they gave him birthright. They they, they, they want him to go to Auschwitz. Yeah, they want him to go to Auschwitz and get a history and whatever. Yeah. yeah. Where's that same treatment for Drew Brees? 
No. Where's that same treatment? Nah, bro. You gonna go to the and slave field? And he's a big athlete. You gonna go to the plantation? You gonna pick cotton? You gonna get lashed? You gonna like all yeah. types of shit? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, get the real history. I mean, you don't have to get lashed, but let's take you to a museum. Let's like we could we could take a walk. We could take you through a walk. Yeah, well, just you don't even need a museum. Just go to Mississippi and feel the eeriness. Yeah, it feels like it. Like actually, I shouldn't say it feels like because I haven't experienced it myself. But from what I've been told. Just being there in certain areas, like plantation areas and shit, you could feel the eeriness in the in the in the, just in this. What is firecrackers? I think. Oh, you could just feel the eeriness. Just yeah, you could feel that. Maybe like, we would feel it. I don't know if everybody could feel it, but we would. I I know I would. Bro, feel you it. would feel that. I would feel it. You would sit like, damn, you know, like. It just feel like. Like, can you dead slaves in here? Can you like, think about all the blood? All that's what I'm saying. Rape, that's, all, that's all you all can think the, about. And all the blood, rape. Torture, all the shit that has happened on these grounds here on these grounds, and for a certain set of people, they want you to remember that shit every fucking day. They're gonna teach all your kids about it every fucking day, every year. And for our people, they don't want you to know any of that. They want to fucking wipe that shit out and go about their way. Nah, fuck it. You guys are equal now. You you can vote. Cool. It's different when you see the brutality, like. When you see it, like I seen a video the other day. I heard this fake. I hope it is fake. No, it was some white dude hanging this black girl or whatever. And I, it was fake. It was. It had to be staged. Mad people said it was staged. They said they seen it two years ago. It was staged. But it was like a Confederate flag in the background, mm. and it was some white dude who looked like he was hanging a black girl. But they said it was fake, and I hope it really was fake because I'm not gonna lie, boy. Oh boy, when you see that type of brutality, mm-hmm. bro. I'm gonna be real with you. My inside got... was feeling real, real, real angry. Like I was balled up inside. Like I'm like, like that shit is like, bro. You know what it made me think? You know what it made me think? Like this might have been fake, and it made me feel this crazy, weird feeling that I never ever feel. Mm-hmm. Just really big rage, anger, kind of feeling inside me, right? And then it made me think, like, imagine if you was a fucking slave during that time, and you witnessed this brutality in front of your face, mm-hmm. like. Bro, well, like I can never like like y'all, me, you. That's why I hate when people compare um certain um, things to slavery, sports and shit, and say, oh, they're being treated like slaves, or this is slave mm-hmm. slave owner mentality. This is why I hate those comments because no, the owner no mentality matter, is a thing. I the conditions. Like the, I, I just would rather a different word be okay. used, only because there's nothing in the world that could ever compare to that feeling except that exact moment and feeling. Like, I can never act like, no matter what I go through in my life, no matter how shitty my life gets on from here on out, mm-hmm. I lived 0 to to 31 great. Mm-hmm. So I can never, ever understand what that shit was like. Like, these motherfuckers was getting brutalized and tortured right in front of their faces, mm-hmm. and 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 they just had to, like, see that and feel that rage inside them. Watch, that probably had to watch their, their women get raped in front of them. That destroys your mind immediately. You can never recover from had that. Had to that's watch. Like, that's, like in, that's like trauma over and over and over and over Bro, and over. What do you, you become after every that? Every single day, had to watch somebody get lashed. What do you become after that? Bro, you, ever, you watch Game of Thrones ever? Yeah. Oh, so remember when, um, oh, I can't remember his name, the one who got his, his dick cut off. Reek. Oh, Reek. no, uh, Reek. Well, he uh, Reek. Theon. Okay, so you see how, now I'm just going to use, you see where I'm probably going with this. You see what that made him become when they just kept torturing him and torturing him and torturing him after a while to the point where he became like, um, like, um. That's all. He like came, Sa- yeah. He came, he was okay with it. Yeah, like Samuel L. and Django. You know what I'm saying? Like, like everybody hates the Samuel L. and Django character, right? But they never give you a prequel on how he became that way. And guess what? He became that way. Most likely through torture, torture. Wait, who? T- 
Samuel Jackson and no, 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 no. That was the the play on house house nigga in the field. Nigga. I no, 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 no. I know that. I know that. But, but that that no but prequel. that didn't happen that way. That's how they. But there's no prequel on that. We I mean, don't really no. know what happened to Samuel L. Jackson. But no, no, to no. Make him. That's but, like Stockholm syndrome, bro. But no, but that is. You don't think that's Stockholm? No, that is. House I know nigga what they were trying to sell. Nigga. I know they were trying to sell, but you got to get there somehow. No, but that is because of house nigga and field nigga. There are two different conditions, and and I, I, honestly, and in my personal opinion, I know they were trying to sell that. Massive. But what I read through, what I really read through, really, really read through that, that was Stockholm. In my opinion, like, of course it. His... Of course it is Stockholm. But what I'm saying is that depiction is between the house nigga and the field nigga, and what they used to do intentionally to keep the splits and to keep the division, so that you were the spy to figure out what they were doing. But I and... think you can't. I think I think they can't completely get you there without torture. Like in my mind, they can't completely get you to. They can't completely trust you to the point like that with that much level of trust, and like you're basically one of them. Unless they've broken you down so far, they've broken you down, but they also feed you what they're eating, and yeah, you get the scraps mental, of what they're eating. But you're not, you're not eating, what, um, what you're the, not eating the bullshit. That's that's what the dude started doing to Reek. Yeah, he started he started treating him well and saying, "No, I'm not gonna hurt you now. I'm gonna take care of you now. You're a good boy. Mm-hmm. Here, let me give you this. Let me, look here, you're one of us now." And that's why he refused to betray him because now it's like, "No, he's treating me good now." He yeah, threw yeah. his own sister out there, mm-hmm. and it's like when you think about what they see, they're doing it. When you think about what they did there. It's it correlates. It correlates. I, I applaud Quentin Tarantino for including like the Mandingo fights in there to showing the brutality. Um like because those are parts that people never put even though people love oh my god, Draco's such a great movie. He put parts in there intentionally for you to see the fucked up shit that happened. One hundred percent. So the Mandingo fighting, when they fucking let the dude get tore up eating apart a lot by the dogs, like one hundred percent. I think the I think the dope I think the dopest scene that was in that movie, I shouldn't say dope, but the most realist, thorough scene was when Leonardo DiCaprio was talking about how he believes that he's superior to to, to black men and he had the skull on the table and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, see, this, that bullshit right here. Like, this is like, while I was reading, I, I mean, while I was watching it, I was looking and I'm like, and you know, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen the interview. I guess I'll end it off with this. But there was an interview with Leonardo DiCaprio and um, and, and apparently he couldn't really like, he wasn't really doing the role properly. Like, he wasn't really feeling it because Leonardo's not racist yeah. at all. So, he was, like, telling Samuel L. Jackson, like, yo, like, real keep it a buck. Like, this shit feel mad awkward and uncomfortable. Like, I do not feel right doing this shit. And Samuel L. Jackson had to, like, put him in check. Like, yo, you need to fucking do this shit right. Like, get in your bag. Like, mm-hmm. go in. Like, go in. Get in your bag. And then, like, he got to put the battery in his back. Like, we are trying to sell something here yeah. that it needs to be vivid. Like, get in your bag. And then Leonardo was like, like, all right. Like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll try. Like, I'll get in my bag. Because he had to feel weird and awkward and uncomfortable Of course doing you, that. you, know you have like, to. And then that's when he was, like, really, really kind of, like, trying to get in his bag or whatever. But, I but mean. But no. Listen, I, the one thing that I want people to do is to watch Birth of a Nation, the, the Nate Parker film. Like. I watched it one time. I couldn't watch it again. I may be trying to later on, but watch. It is the first and only film of its kind to show the brutality and show slaves overthrowing their slave masters. Mm-hmm. It is the only film that exists like that, mm-hmm. that went mainstream. And obviously, like I said before, um, the rollout was muffled by the whole allegations and shit. The allegation, well, not even alleg. Well, 
it was old allegations. He was acquitted of the allegations, but they wanted him to to apologize because she committed suicide years later because she accused him of rape and he beat the rape charge. So that is what happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I would implore people to go watch Birth of a Nation because it is like it is a very real depicting video movie of what occurred during slavery and what happened and it's the it's the story of Nat Turner. If Pope Fiction came out today and Samuel Jackson didn't win that award, we would be screaming out that was based off of racism. Oh, most definitely. We would be because he just he won that award. Oh, he fact. Just, at that time period that they grew up, it wasn't okay to speak out against shit like that. But if that was today where everybody has a voice now that is not as scared to speak out as they were some years ago, they would be out out, out role cuz he definitely sold that role and won that role. Nah, he did everything. But, he valued that. Yeah, you know. <sighs> thanks for listening to another episode of the If You Know You Know podcast. Uh make sure you please rate us in the podcast app in the apple podcast app leave us a five star leave us a review you know more importantly share us with your friends share a little snippet y'all know how to work screen record you can you know how to screen record and play the play the podcast at the same time so people can get the audio you know what i'm saying and people share have been telling us that they want to have um a lyric well not a lyric breakdown but they want us to like go into uh another avenue with the pod um and um start writing and, and giving it out to the public to read Cause they're saying we're saying some real shit, so you know we're gonna need. You know my cash app is money sign Vladimir adjust. Just send over <laughs> your bread, and we'll start getting that started for y'all. We'll have a little. Wait, did somebody break. really say that? Or are you joking? Yeah, somebody said that. Okay. Nah, nobody said that. Nah, I was waiting. I was like, damn, somebody <laughs> wanted a newsletter. <laughs> shit. That would be kind of hard though. I'll write. You don't so, write shit, bitch. I could write. But yeah, thank you for tuning in and come fuck with us next week. Right. You're. Yo, thank you for tuning in. What he just said. All right. Tune in again next week. Yeah. We out. The gods.